0: Shalom welcome to Parsha perusal this is Pastor Sam from Northern California and we're going to be looking at uh, Parsha um, Bihar which is found Leviticus in Leviticus 25 1 and it goes through 26 2 we're going to be looking at a small portion of that today Leviticus 2535 through 38 just a few verses but they're very enlightening and uh, I think things that we can apply even to our daily lives today. Uh, let's go ahead and just pray as we look at this. Avinu, Malcanu, Father, our King, we just come to you right now. We are so grateful for everything you have done. We acknowledge that you are the source of all good things, that you are good, that you are a great God. You are the only God. And so, Father, right now, we just come before you. And we ask that uh, you will give us understanding of your Torah through your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name, Yeshua's name. Amen. Okay, so let's read Leviticus 25, 35 through 38. It says, if one of your brethren becomes poor and falls into poverty among you, then you shall help him like a stranger or a sojourner, that he may live with you. Take no usury or interest from him, but fear your God, that your brother may live with you. You shall not lend him your money for usury, nor lend him your food at a profit. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, to give you the land of Canaan, and to be your God. So this is a very uh, interesting passage here. It it. It's interesting on several levels. Uh, First of all, it says, if one of your brethren becomes poor and falls into poverty among you, um, you know, one of the things I think we need to really look at here is what is the issue here? Um, This is not something that this person just decided to do, where they basically said one day, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm just going to live off the you know, work of other people. I'm just going to kind of do my thing and everybody just has to take care of me. Um, that's not what's happened here. It says if one of your brethren becomes poor, you know, who knows what might have happened back in that time. Maybe they were a farmer and for whatever reason, their, their crops didn't grow that year. Uh, it was a bad crop year. Um, maybe they had had several in a row and they just couldn't. They became poor. They, they couldn't pay their debts anymore. Uh, whatever it is, um, maybe there was uh, some kind of um, uh, tragedy, you know, that happened in their family. Uh, maybe somebody was hurt, or maybe they were hurt, and because of becoming maimed, becoming lame, whatever, they couldn't work in their field of work anymore, and so they fall into poverty. You know, this is not once again like i said this is not somebody just deciding they're going to be lazy and that we have to take care of them um you know so that's a judgment call there obviously but if one of your brother brethren becomes poor and falls into poverty among you this is what god is telling the people to do then you shall help him like a stranger or a sojourner that he may live with you so Basically, uh, you know, and and we also have to understand that does not mean that he lives in your house uh, necessarily. You know, it just means that he can continue to live with you uh, as a group of people. Um, But uh, it says here that then you shall help them. You shall help them. Um, like a stranger or a sojourner. So we're also supposed to be helping the strangers and the sojourners as well, the people that are coming through, that he may live with you. Take no usury or interest from him. So they're not supposed to uh, basically, um, you know, charge more. Uh, They're not supposed to uh, charge interest of whatever they lend to them. They're just supposed to lend them a certain amount of money and not try to get any money back from them. Um, it's interesting that it says this, take no interest, uh, usury or interest from him. And, and then it follows that by saying, but fear your God. In other words, the fear of the Lord should keep you from taking usury or interest from this person because you're cheating them. You're you're not um, you know, you are taking advantage of their poverty And keeping them poor, basically, by charging this interest. But fear your God, that your brother may live with you. Okay, so uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, how this ties in with the fear of the Lord. You shall not lend him your money for usury, nor lend him your food at a profit. So you're not supposed to lend him money, expecting to get more money than you gave him back. You know, if you lend him money, then you get back exactly what you gave him. If you lend him five dollars, you don't get five dollars and 50 cents back. You just get five dollars back. You know, if you lend him a thousand dollars, you don't get a thousand, you know, 20 back or a thousand two hundred back. No, you just get the thousand back, you know, and you may not even get that back, you know, because you're helping him and he doesn't really have money. Um, So, you know, this is a. The point here is take care of your brother. Take care of your family, of of your brother and your sister. Take care of the families that are poor within you. Uh, You're also not, it says here, nor lend him your food at a profit. We're not supposed to give them food and make them pay for it. You know, um, if they want to help pay for food because they have some money, that's one thing. But we're not supposed to make a profit off, off of that. You know, you give them a candy bar that only costs like a dollar something. They give you, you go, well, if you give me five dollars, I'll give you this candy bar. No, that's not the way it works. We're not, we're not a store. You're not supposed to be a store to them where you actually make profit. You're supposed to just lend him your food, but at cost. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan, and to be your God. God's reminding them here, hey, you know, I brought you out of slavery. I brought you out of the land of Egypt. And, you know, I didn't make you pay for that. I brought you freely out. And I gave you a land also for free to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. So, you know, don't put somebody else under slavery just because they have a struggle or because they're poor, because God's reminding them, you were all once poor. <laughs> Look at Deuteronomy fifteen, seven, and 8. This uh, passage also, I think, helps us understand the passage in Leviticus. If there is among you a poor man of your brethren with, within any of your gates in your land, which the Lord your God has given you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall open your hand wide to him, and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. So this passage in Deuteronomy backs up what what, there's, what the Lord is telling them in Leviticus here. Um, if you have somebody in need, don't harden your heart, you know, uh, nor shut your hand, nor nor keep your uh, withhold your help. But you shall open your hand wide to him, and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. And this is something that God. Uh, loves. He loves people who are willing to help others. He loves people that are willing to help the poor. And what we have to understand about this is when I open of of, of the good things God has given me, when I open and I help somebody else, um, basically it's I'm trusting God that he will take care of any needs I may have in the future. And I'm teaching this other person also to trust God, if you do it in the right way. Now, do people take advantage of this? Of course they do. You know, people are people. So once again, there's a judgment call involved here. If you've helped somebody, you know, 10 times and they keep coming back and they, they, they still need the same amount, they're not doing anything to make their own money, you suspect that they may be using it for nefarious reasons, for the wrong reasons uh, make a judgment call and stop giving it to them. It's just, it's not helping them. It's actually enabling them. But every time you give give to the poor is not enabling them. There are people who have real need that we have been given resources. And the reason we've been given resources is so we can help them. That is the whole purpose why we've been given the resources. Uh, look at Proverbs 14:21. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. He who despises his neighbor sins, but he who has mercy on the poor, happy is he. So if you dis- if you despise your neighbor, you know, uh, because they're poor or look down on them, and I know we have an issue many times today where. Uh, If a certain uh, demographic of person moves into a neighborhood, then the the other neighbors try to either keep that from happening or they make comments like, well, there goes the neighborhood. Uh, They despise their neighbors. You know, they despise their neighbors for the way their house looks or the way, uh, you know, for many different reasons. But he who has mercy on the poor, it says here, happy is he. You know, if you have mercy, if you're willing to, Uh, you know, help them in their need, you will be happy. Why? Well, for multiple reasons. You will be happy because you're doing God's will. Um, You are passing, you are showing them, them God's love. You'll also be happy because God doesn't forget. When we help the poor, God doesn't forget about it. And God also helps us in the future. And I know you know, over the years, many times I have been helped by people and I've been willing to help other people. And in that sense, I am passing that on, even though I'm not doing it to make up for what somebody else has done for me. But I'm doing it, hopefully, with the right heart of really wanting to help that person and also wanting to show them the Lord. Um, he, uh, he who mocks the poor... Uh, reproaches his Maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Uh, now, this one, if you mock the poor, you're actually reproaching his Maker. Uh, you know, God made the poor just like He made the rich. You know, God made everyone, and so to mock the poor, to you know, make fun of them in their in their um, poverty. Is reproaching. It's like reproaching God Himself because He's their Maker, and so that's clearly not something we want to be doing. And if we do it, it says, you know, we will, uh, we will, will be punished. He who is glad at uh, calamity will not go unpunished. Us walking around making fun of people who are going through hard times—that's just. You know this so not as it's so wrong and just a horrible thing to do, but it says here God pays attention to all of that. He's not going to let somebody off the hook if they're making fun of the poor or um, or if they're glad when something goes bad for somebody. Um, you know we should be uh, helping each other. We should have a willingness to help our neighbor, to help our fellow believer in Yeshua. Look at 2 Corinthians 8, 9. It says, For you know the grace of our Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. So here's a a place where uh, the Apostle Paul is saying, For you know the grace, the unmerited favor of our Lord, Yeshua Messiah, that though he was rich, you know, even though he was rich, yet he became poor. He was willing to become poor in spirit. He was willing to become poor, you know, physically that you through his poverty might become rich. I mean, both from a physical standpoint, um, Yeshua uh, was poor in that, you know, there's a passage that says he didn't even have a place to lay his head when he was down here on earth. I mean, just imagine that. The Son of God and, and the uh, the Messiah of Israel didn't even have a place to lay his head many times. He'd have to go to sleep, you know, out in the, uh, you know, out in the, the countryside of Judea or the countryside in Galilee uh, and lay his head on a rock or lay it on a piece of clothing. Uh, but he didn't have a regular place to, to lay his head. Um, so the grace for, you know, the grace of our Lord Yeshua that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, and it says he left that place of authority, that place of power, and he became poor in that way too. He left his place of power, and he came down here, and you know his power was basically stripped away. His power, even to be alive, was taken from him when he was when he died. He submitted to his father's will in every way even to the point of death. And, uh, you know, that's another scripture found in Philippians. But uh, then let's look at James. And I think we're going to close with this last verse in James. Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into their courts? So this is another passage here. listen. Uh, here in James, listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith? And and we see that many times, you know, that those who are poor because of their poverty, they do have to rely more on God, you know, month to month, day to day, week to week, whatever it is. Um, There's this faith and they're rich in faith because they're always exercising that faith and they are heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him. But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts." There's another reason why many times believers are poor. Um, One of the other reasons is because their focus is not on this world. Their focus is not making money in this world. Their focus is on the kingdom of God. If your focus is on the kingdom of God, You're probably not gonna be rich in this world. Now, in some cases you might be. Uh, God has uh, people that he's blessed with much wealth, and those people hopefully use that wealth to glorify him. But the majority of believers, uh, believers in Yeshua uh, today especially, the majority of them are not rich. And that's because, uh, and when I say believers, I mean true believers. I don't mean people that say they're Christian, but they're really not. Um, But there are those that are true believers, and most of them are not rich because that is not their focus. Their focus is not, how do I make more money? Or how do I, you know, uh, have power? How do I have any of those things? Their focus should be, uh, for those who are truly believers, on how do I advance the kingdom of God? And so... Um, This is a really awesome passage in Leviticus where God lays out for his people how they are supposed to act towards somebody who becomes poor and how they are not supposed just to leave him in this poverty. They're supposed to help him. And the purpose of this is to restore them, is to restore them to a place where they can uh, actually help the rest of the community, where they can help themselves and their families and also the rest of the community. Well, thank you for joining me today, and let's go ahead and uh, pray, and then I'll close. Father, thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the insight that you've given us to your word through your Ruach HaKodesh, and also through the other passages of scripture as well. Father, I pray that you will give us hearts of compassion for those who are in need, those who are truly in need and lord you know hearts way better than we do so help us to be led by your spirit so that we do not uh, give out your resources in the wrong way but at the same time help us not to withhold help us not to um, make judgment calls that are not pleasing to you we just pray that you will do all of this to your glory and to your honor we pray in yeshua's name amen Ya'er Adonai panavelecha vehunecha Isa Adonai panavelecha v'yassem lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach Sar In the name of Jesus, our Messiah, the Prince of Peace, amen. Shalom and have a great week.